Soccer Live, episode one of the Tourism Titans, sub-named Dirty Mike and the Boys. I am here with three handsome individuals. One day we're going to do some video, and then you guys will have something to really enjoy yourselves with. Guys, I'm Kevin O'Neill. With me is Steve Edwards, Andy Kurtz, Jared Broach. Boys, starting with Andy here, why don't you introduce yourself, my friend? Hey, I'm Andy Kurtz. I'm the owner and operator of Seaforth Boat Rental in San Diego. I've got four locations, 150 boats. We do everything from kayaks to yachts. We've got a sailing school. We've got a sea school. If it floats, we do it. I've been doing this for about 40 years, and I hope to have amassed a little bit of knowledge that I'm anxious to share. Steve. Yes, guys. It's super <laughs> exciting to be here. I, uh, you know... I- <laughs> Such an asshole. I love it when people say that. I'm so excited. Are you really? (laughs) I actually am. I actually am. I love you guys. This is pretty exciting to get going. You know, we are uh, all guys that are in tourism, and it makes sense to bring this together, try to deliver some knowledge, try to bring something that makes sense to operators, business guys, guys looking to be in the tourism industry. My little intro, my name is Steve Edwards. I own a marketing agency based out of Las Vegas called Amp Agency. I work with tour operators from around the country, from San Diego down to Cape Verde, Africa, and on top of that, I'm also a tour operator. I have a couple different rental operations, Jeep rentals, jet ski rentals, and yeah, just uh, trying to grow a business like everybody else. We got Jared Broach here, ResTech, ResTech uh, entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> yep, here we go, ResTech entrepreneur. Yeah, guys, I'm Jared Broach, owner of Eat, Drink, Scare Tour Company. We have uh, several brands under that umbrella, and if I wasn't being paid by Steve, I would, don't know if I'd be on this podcast, but uh, you know, hey. We've got locations in about 18 cities for ghost tours, two, two locations at wine tours. Do not have 150 boats, but I got about 150 cable cars, unlike Andy. Mine, mine drive, they don't float. If they did float, oh, actually, you know, actually, I wish they could float. They are mostly then I would made just, of wood. They probably actually they, do float. I, I mean, honestly, it's the same type of like, the wood requires the same type of like uh, boat wood that you would use. So, I mean, maybe I'd put Andy out of business if I, I converted these from roads to uh, boats. But yeah, that's me. Yeah. Yeah, boat wood. Those things are like, you could turn them into duck boats. Oh, and then we could put them in Lake Mead and find one in 15 minutes when it drops levels. <laughs> fucking boat wood. That's boat awesome. Wood. You're, giving, you're giving me fucking boat wood right now with those sunglasses on. <laughs> yeah, guys. Uh, yeah, uh, so I'm Kevin O'Neill. I don't have, a, I've got 150 bucks to my name. <laughs> <laughs> so I own a I, I own a, a water sport company myself. We do boat rentals. I don't have as many boats as Andy. I got some jet skis. I got some boats. I got some sunset tours. I also do another podcast, which is why these guys have been so kind as to, to let me kind of spearhead the hosting efforts here. That will change as everybody starts to get settled in and comfortable. And, you know, there's going to be a rotating, probably a rotating guest list and rotating hosts because it's hard to get the four of us together and one room because we're we're in four different man we're almost in four different time zones jared's in denver steve's in vegas andy's in san diego and i am in north florida so you guys are probably thinking yourselves oh yay another tourism podcast (laughs) i fucking wanted right and you're maybe wondering yourselves what what we're doing out here and so you got four guys that are pulling from four different major markets and four different vertices we're re-recording the first episode because i just bombed everybody i asked i wanted to ask everybody what they make but the point of this is we're real entrepreneurs we're not that we're not podcast 
We don't work for other companies. We're boots on the ground. I would like to think the last of probably a dying generation. We're not, we're not like fucking jerking off over. That's not a reference to me again, is it? No, 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 no. If we were (laughs) referencing you, we would, I'd fucking pull out like an old timey fucking microphone thing. Like, Hey, Andy, (laughs) what do you think about the movie pictures? But he is the only one of us that gets AARP emails. He gets that AAR pussy. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> and that's getting cut. No, oh, it yeah. doesn't have to. And we and we hope that, you know, because look, we're all blue collar guys, I think, at the end of the day. And this is why we do we we do this show because each each one of us are a sunburnt, sandy, dirty. Jared has run his own Jared has run his own tours. He has taught his own crew trained his own crew you know steve still me and steve were complaining the other day steve was out there dealing with the jeep i was doing an oil change on a jet ski and you know fucking andy's been a little bit longer in the game but he's still very much a part of his day-to-day business and that's what we're going to talk about the day-to-day shit that 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 entrepreneurs and business owners have to go through and this just isn't going to be a like a huge like marketing fluff job for you guys although we will talk about marketing because you know we all do love that portion of things because that's how they pay the bills so andy how's your week been buddy my week has been great we've we had a fantastic uh weekend and we got a lot of shit going on we got we're launching an app we're doing all kinds of stuff so it's it's always fun to keep growing and keep learning and i gotta say I've probably learned more from you guys in the last couple months that we've been hanging out than I have in, in the last 20 years. So I, I'm excited to do this project because I've learned. So there's a lot that we can teach other people. Yeah, I think that's going to be a pretty exciting piece of this. I mean, sometimes it feels like we're in an echo chamber. All of us talk about this stuff quite a bit. You know, how do we how do we get more bookings? How do we grow our business? How do we exit? When is the right point to you know, explore all of this stuff. And I think a lot of times in tourism, all that gets talked about is res tech and OTAs. And it becomes a pretty redundant conversation where there's a lot more to operating a business than what TripAdvisor is going to send your way or what booking platform you should be operating on. And I'm excited to kind of dig down those trenches and have those conversations and see where that goes. What about you? What about you, Broach? Why don't you broach the oh, what subject? Am I excited about? <laughs> well, sorry, I, I was distracted when Andy said he built an app because I'm trying to re- trying to think if Andy actually knows what app stands for or if he's like no, he's it's out just there with like a fucking like, saw. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm building this app. <laughs> like, he, he ordered some like chicken do- wings and he's like, "Damn, this is great." Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I can just picture like some sales guy call. You know, he gets that like spam email. We'll build you a customized app for nineteen ninety five. <laughs> and Andy responds, and he's like, all of a sudden, he's got. Like an app built. He's got an app built. There you go. Built off of yeah. So we're all gonna like give yeah. Andy a bunch of shit because he's fucking old or whatever, I guess. But it, but just so we're clear here, he's like probably the most experienced and most successful out of fucking all of us. So when every time like we're like, yeah, Andy, you're so dumb. You know what I mean? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm real dumb. I'm gonna just go over to my yacht club and fucking smoke a cigar and fucking have a whiskey. <laughs> Literally all fucking day. There what you else go. do you have to do? I'm out there doing an oil change. Yeah, you don't know about apps, Andy. You fucking moron. <laughs> But you know what's funny about the app? So I found the app because, again, I'm following you guys' lead. We sent somebody to Arrival. I sent two guys to Arrival. They went to different booths. They found stuff, and we were able to buy something there. So it's only it, the, the big thing is not to stay where you are. It's looking over the horizon. So, yeah, I don't know shit about building an app, and I don't know what I should pay for it, and I don't know. But I have people, and I trusted people, and I went, and I, I learned. So it's all about continuing to learn. 
Can somebody tell me where, where exactly were these app builders at Arrival? Because I walked through everything. I never saw any app builders. I didn't actually go to Arrival, I'm going to confess right now. <laughs> yeah, we were, we, we were fucking hanging out. Yeah, we were hanging out with Andy. <laughs> we, I was drinking at the Yacht Club, and I think there was a bourbon Absolutely. involved. <laughs> and that's what happens when you're not keeping your eyes on your shit. You end up with a fucking app. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to poop on your app in our group thread. You know what I mean? Everybody was like, "Fuck!" I want to be like, "Yeah, Andy, you can do it." I'm like, "You're so optimistic and positive, and, and so West Coast, man." And then like Jared fucking over, dude. Are you doing like? Are you getting ready to like do a fucking armed robbery after this? Are the lights too bright in your fucking house? Or like, I mean, dude, can you take off your sunglasses for a minute? What the fuck, man? Like, we're busting balls over no, here. No, bro. <laughs> bro i got in a bar fight last night i got black eyes so i can't be the taking old, these old, off old lady fucking tuning <laughs> you up man that's awesome <laughs> so what do you guys think so what do you guys what do you guys think is uh did we did we was episode two like uh, horizon for 2020 and did we talk yeah, about we talked this? a little bit about the recession thing i i think that's you know going to be an interesting conversation i you know we've got a pretty interesting list of conversations or podcast topics we're going to roll out here as this gets going i mean what did we and, do in episode one I can't. We, we we ditched episode one, guys, because episode I, I one just, we grenaded because Kevin went for the jugular and fucking questioned. Okay. Yeah, well, I, I yeah, I mean, and and so I'm I'm not gonna do that again, I guess, because everybody uh, everybody feels awkward. <laughs> no plug there. I think you're just putting a target on your back. Basically. I'm not. I don't. So I not, I see a lot of guys. Yeah, I see a yeah. lot of guys that talk about a lot of guys that talk about their revenue. A lot of guys that do a lot bigger revenue than all four of us all four of us put together. And so, but again, somebody doesn't want to put themselves out there. I 100%, 100% respect that. But I think the reason I even asked is because every guy in here is accomplished and they're accomplished by the sweat of their brow. And I don't think that, you know, that I know it's taboo to talk about money and stuff like that. But when you like built something from the fucking ground up, you know what I mean? Like, I think that's what people are interested in. Nobody gives a shit about, you know, if you're making, if you're on a, if you are a charter boat captain doing fucking less than a hundred thousand dollars a year, or you are a single operator doing a tour and you're doing under a hundred grand a year. Am I wrong that you, you have a fucking job? You have a job, not a company in my opinion, which there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. But if this, you have a job that you can get fired from any 100 day, fucking percent. you know, one bad, one bad move. And, and don't get me wrong. Like I, there's at times I feel that way too. You know, I got, I got a landlord. I got a, I'm destination based, you know, if the hurricane central, don't get me wrong. Like I could go back to be a charting charter boat captain tomorrow, but I think anybody that's going to tune in and listen to this show as I've talked to, so I'm going to, I'm going to plug my show, Awkward Water Sports Guys. I mean, I've literally talked to, and at Arrival, I mean, I've talked to hundreds of operators and there's not a single per- person that does not want to scale. And the reason you guys should be listening to this show, this is the fucking hard sell, is that every single one of us has done it. Uh, as Steve, go uh, ahead. I'm sorry. No, no I, I'll stop again. No, no. So what I think is interesting is everybody wants to scale, but nobody really, the, the part I'm super interesting in, or interested in is, you know, everybody's interested in scaling and that might mean more tours, more boats, more Jeeps, more whatever. And you've got to figure out your utilization. You got to fit, make sure you're booking all this stuff, but nobody ever really talks about the exit. Nobody ever talks about like, what's the end game? Like, do you just keep scaling until infinite scale? Do you eventually have in Andy's case, Andy has 150 boats, but at what point is 
150 boats or 200 boats or 500 boats, at what point is Andy sitting there like, hey, one day, maybe I don't want to do this. Maybe this is worth, you know, $100 million or whatever the magic number is, and I can exit and move on with my life. I know Jared and I have talked about it. Kevin and I have talked about it. It's uh, scale is such an arbitrary question because I know a lot of big businesses or big operators that make less money because they've got more payroll, they've got more staff, they got more expenses, and they're bigger. They do big revenue, but they don't make as much money. Oh, it's definitely diminishing returns. I mean, I made way more money on the first million dollars of revenue than I did in the second and so on. It's it's diminishing returns. So you're right. You do have to have an exit strategy or you have to have a reason for wanting to scale because, again, it's diminishing returns. I want to get big enough that I have a COO, that I have an HR manager, that I have all those people that are running it that I don't have to worry about the things that I have to worry about. Andy wants to make enough to cover his, his, his ensuing healthcare costs. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want Cuban cigars, and yeah, those are not like, cheap. And I also want top top shelf bourbon. Like this is not coming yeah, down the road. You're without in fucking California, dude. Everything's expensive out there. Well, and on the scale side, I want to really kick that over to Jared because Jared is the guy (laughs) operating in a ton of different cities. He's got a few different tour businesses. I mean, if anybody can talk about scale, it's Jared. Yeah, and I have actually no idea if you guys can can still even hear me. No, you sound great. My whole whole thing is like frozen up and I'm just like staring at myself moving and I'm like, you guys are totally frozen in place. Andy's got like his... chair and your sunglasses and your wood-framed fucking room. I would imagine Andy would be in that room, actually. It's... Come on! Well, I'm at uh, (laughs) back at my parents' house, so you know this is I'm back in the the deep woods here. Uh, Yeah, so you know, like scale. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I agree with Andy as far as like, you know, hey, you definitely made more money at a million than two million than you know, like it's tough to scale. And like sometimes when you scale, like you decide I'm going to scale and I'm going to just lose even more money, like because you're like it's going to take me a while to build that up. I mean, I've gotten to the point where it's like if anything, I. Like if I'm going to go open something, I'm going to go do a new city or I'm going to do something. I'm like, if that doesn't add like a million dollars to the bottom line or to the, you know, gross revenue, I'm like, I ain't even touching it because it just can't move the needle for me. It's not worth it. You know, I I fine tune like what I do, but as far as like scale, I'm overscaling like small cities. Like I'm I'm only into scaling like big stuff, but you got to, you got to start somewhere and, you know, picking and choosing the right cities is like the key to being able to scale if you go my route. Whereas if you just keep adding boats like Andy, I mean, shit, as long as you have the dock space, you know, I guess you can, <laughs> you can rent them. It's like, yeah, just keep buying them. Keep taking those loans. Don't we all oh, just wish through we fucking dead space? Really? This is yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking room and you Don't go we and all fuck just it wish up. we could take one more PPP oh, my- loan? Come on, guys. Oh, man. Where's that? Or, yeah. or the, yeah, no, yeah, I want the uh, payroll tax credit. I want the payroll I want tax credit. credit stuff. Loan. <laughs> I would like some more PPP money. Come on, guys. Yeah, you know, man. If I had only known. But, yeah, so, I, and then, like, to that point, though, like, at what point do you, like, I, like, I got a buddy, and they gave him, like, every last penny, and he just, like, just spent it. You know what I mean? He was just, like, fucking yes to everything. And so that's, like, sort of, like, to your point, that if you, you continue to, in our industry, it's a little different than, than Jared, so we can. You can, I mean, I've only been in business for five years, but if there's anybody that's, that's been in business for more than five years in water sports, you've owned a water trike. You have said yes to, Andy, have you ever owned water trikes? 
Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I wish, God damn, I wish I was a salesman on that fucking guy. I think bullshit. I still I think I still have spare parts. There was the uh, all kinds of shit that broke. So I mean, often. my God, who wouldn't who doesn't want to get out in the fucking hot sun and take a nice long ride on a water trike? <laughs> I can, Especially when it's windy. Time. That is the best. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, so to that point is like. I think, you, like Steve said, you have to have you have to have some type of goal. Maybe not even an exit strategy, because if you're the young hopeful entrepreneur and you're starting a business and you're you're running your your fucking solo ghost tour, or you're running your solo charter business, or you are, I got guys all the time. A guy at my gym today fucking hit me up. He's like, man, I really want to get in running jet skis. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah fucking good luck with that, man. You know what I mean? As I fucking have a brand new fucking sea do fifteen thousand dollars, thirty hours on it, just sitting in a parking lot, getting a fiberglass hole fixed in it and figuring out where like water is the raw water's coming. So, you know, the point being is that it's like, yeah, not even necessarily maybe like an exit strategy, but like anything else. You want you need to have what the, what this looks like three years out, five years out, ten years out, fifteen years out. Yeah, it's a growth strategy. And also, I think Jared's 100% right. You need to figure out at what point things matter and don't matter. Like, yeah, am I going to bust my ass for another, you know, $25,000 worth of revenue? No, it's not worth it. You need something. You have to have that give a shit number. And that's super important in your growth. Yeah, do, you, do you guys ever wonder, like, who you'd sell to? Like, I mean, I remember, like, I bought, you know, a company before and I'm always like, Jesus, you keep growing this. You're growing like too big for any other operators. But then I'll, you know, I'll come across another operator. And I'll be like, oh yeah, what are you guys, you know, you're doing? And then I'm like looking, and they're like doing like 50 million like on a zip line. This thing. will be and I'm for like, a good crap. episode as we come down the line. I've got a client and partner that is going through or has kind of gone through like what a venture capital private equity investment looks like, and. I'm, you know, all of it seems super sexy to have somebody come in and write a huge, huge check for your business. But seeing what he's gone through to get there is, I think he would say differently, you know, so he actually didn't take the exit. He didn't take the exit. He kept the business. It just wasn't, it wasn't worth the squeeze to sell the business. But now he's also left with the problem of, like Jared just said, who's a buyer of a business that's doing 10 million plus a year? Your competitor, your larger competitors. The reality of it is, is that that's who's going to be most interested in, in what you do. And if, and if you're, and if you're the top dog, then yeah, more than likely private equity, private equity, that's got, got into water sports and tourism. Our, our buddies over at, there's a PE firm that owns some water sports stuff in Chenmark. And I think that's precisely why they're in our space and why they're at arrival because they're like, yeah, man, we want to be the PE company that that's like the multi company because we're all mom and pop almost every sure. single it's all lifestyle everybody that's in this business is like didn't really you know want to get into it because they thought they were going to get rich overnight most people got into it because it seemed like a cool way to make money so absolutely absolutely yeah i mean and, and when you say the biggest fish in the pond i was looking at andy over there because i'm i'm pretty familiar with that san diego market there's a lot of people that are going to be able to come in and buy up andy because andy's the biggest fish in the pond but Andy, you got kids, right? I have uh, one daughter that's involved in the business, and then I have two others that are so not. Are you ever selling? Um, like, or is the daughter I have, take that over? I, I actually have a couple of employees and my daughter, and I would love to just kind of take this as an annuity, yeah. let it grow, let it keep Legacy. going. But I want to get to that next level before that happens. I don't want to give them all the headaches that I have. Like, I'm chief cook and bottle washer. I want a couple of people 
at my level that we could afford to pay so that they have a, an easier job. And quite frankly, it. you have to, you have to have that for anybody to even be interested if you were going to take that buyout, because that's like one of the main things that private equity looks in is like, can this business exist or subsist without the, without the owner? So at any rate, look, we're going to keep this, we're going to keep this one short, but guaranteed that our episodes are not going to be 20 minutes long. We wanted to, like all business owners, operators, we wanted to get the log in the fire. We wanted to get shit rocking and rolling. We're all super busy guys, and we had 20 minutes to jump in. I know Steve is has a meeting that he's going to be that he's got to he's got to get out of here and go do big things and make big deals and you know take over his corner of the world. Guys, we really appreciate you you tuning in and listening to this first episode. Jared, Steve, Andy, anybody got any parting thoughts for our listenership? And Jared just disappears. <laughs> Jared's like, fuck you, I'm out. So Jared, unfortunately, just dipped. So we'll say goodbye from Jared and his sunglasses. That was my Jared. Yeah, no, just very excited. That wasn't a great impression. He doesn't sound that way. <laughs> um, no. Just very. <laughs> Andy, you got a phone okay. call. <laughs> Make sure you go grab your fucking that rotary was... phone. <laughs> that was my timer to say that I have important God, things to damn. do or that the ash on my cigar was too long. <laughs> I want to say that I'm super excited to hear more from Jared. Like, I think he has a lot to say, and I'm excited to to hear that. So let's we'll send uh, it there. Let's yeah, give guys. him a little bit more mic time. I look forward right, to it, guys. Thanks for fun. listening, and see you next All time. All right, keep thanks, keep guys. Titanic. See you next time.